Welcome to the Cup of Tea Time podcast with Stu and Louise. Unfortunately, this might be the end of series two. Well, that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. So it's early. It is early. It's before 10 o'clock. And it's raining. Miserable. Miserable, miserable weather. We're meant to have a nice day tomorrow. And then there was like a pop-up on my phone of like a heat wave coming. Right. Fingers crossed, eh? Yeah, fingers crossed, because it's just rank. Yeah. Was it storm? The rain is just ridiculous. What's it been called? Storm something? Francis. Is it? I think it's Francis. I thought it was Doris. Why, why have I got Doris in my head? I don't know. Maybe you're seeing a lady called Doris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Storm Francis. Not Doris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. What are you reading? Nothing. I was just in a daze. Right. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> slap your face. <laughs> right, I need to wake up. My voice sounds tired. So, this will unfortunately be our last episode of Series 2. We've had a funny old week. Yeah, it's been a bit of a mad week, hasn't it? Because, obviously, this wasn't the plan. The plan wasn't to end on no. Episode 7 of Series 2, or Episode 17, however you're counting. Um, that really wasn't the plan, like, at all. We were supposed to, I was supposed to go down to Manchester, because I started another TV job for Channel 4. And then Charlie was going to come in for a few episodes to finish off series two and take us to that ten episodes which we had in series one. And then we're going to have a break until I go back from Manchester and then we start series three. Unfortunately, my Mac died this week. Which means we can edit on your laptop while I'm still home. But the minute I go down to Manchester, obviously I can't take your Mac because you need it. So I've got nothing to edit on. So unfortunately, this is the end. And there is another story behind why I need my Mac. But anyway, first of all, you've had your Mac for what, eight years? Yeah, eight years. There was no signs of the dying. None. It's almost like a sudden death. It wasn't getting slower. Nope. It wasn't moaning at you. Nope. It wasn't overheating. Nope. Just black. Just nothing. I literally started writing the article for Conversations, mm-hmm. which we've discussed on it before. Start writing that. My dad shouted me down, so I had to go and check something. So I ran down to see him, had a cup of tea or whatever. We recorded the episode that night. Yeah. And then I went to put the Mac on. And I just sort of, you know, I tapped the space bar, tapped the touchpad. I was like, oh, right, okay. Plugged it in. Nothing. No lights. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you, like, Googled a few ways to sort of reset or, like, reboost? Yeah, I Googled. I literally, I've, I've tried everything. I've been on Reddit and all the forums, tried all of the hard resets. Asked Apple, yeah. And basically called me a laptop vintage. I was like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> so essentially, they, they don't do parts of my old Mac. Like I said, 2012, it's been a good, it's been a good spot. But give me some warning, pal, come on. Literally, like, nothing. Like you said, working absolutely fine, and then yeah. just now. I mean, the, the plan was to sort of upgrade on your Mac later on in the year, towards Christmas time, yeah. when obviously the office is done, and when we can actually really think about what is going to be best for the podcast, what's going to be best for you editing, what's going to be best for sort of what you need it for. So there was a plan to replace. Just not yet. Just not yet. <laughs> time and shite, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, that's been frustrating. And you feel really out of place going down to a telly job without like packing up your electricals. Well, you? yeah, I usually pack my hard drives, my my Macs. I'll get some get some editing done, or I'll do some bits and bobs, or because mm-hmm. the plan was while you were recording up here, you'd be recording with Charlie, and then sending me the audio file, and mm-hmm. I'd still edit it together and, and upload it to Anchor and things. But but are you excited to go down to Manchester? I am excited to go down to Manchester. I start on a show called The Circle, which is for Channel Four here in the UK. And it's, it's, it's been one of my favourite TV jobs of recent times, really. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going down. I think to, it's also, like, not only is the, the show well-received and everyone enjoys the show, it's, like, so much about the crew as well, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm going down to see some of my friends who have been struggling the last mm -hmm. six months. I mean, some of them have obviously been in work like me. I've picked up like, jobs here and there. But some of them haven't worked since lockdown hit. So it's just going to be really nice to see some friends, see some friendly faces. And, and just catch work. up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And be back at it. So yeah, so nothing but positive vibes really about going out to Manchester. Obviously, I don't like leaving you, but... I'll be worried. <laughs> it's hard because I think in the beginning, the hardest part is not being able to sleep properly because you've gone from like having company. Not that we're like overly snuggly. Like sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But just having, knowing that other person's there mm. to no one. So when you roll over and you're like, oh, now I can't get back to sleep. Mm. So I think it's hard for the first couple of weeks. And then you start to get used to it. And then you come back and you're like, you're taking up all the room. Right. <laughs> so it's just a roller coaster of emotions and <laughs> trying to sleep, you know? Well, Rebecca was saying the similar thing actually when we were up in Scotland about yeah. when she's away from Stu. Yeah. She said when she's away from Stu, she, she doesn't, it does, it's not, it doesn't seem as bad. When she's in her own home and Stu is out for the night or whatever, she just really struggles to sleep. And you're the same. Yeah. But you have got, you went to Costco with me, Mum and Charlie. Yeah. You bought the biggest human sized pillow I've ever seen well, in my life. Well, your mum bought one for Rebecca, and then I was like, do you know what? I love a pillow. <laughs> this pillow is as tall as you. Which is not saying a lot, because I'm quite short, but okay. But it's still quite a large pillow. But for a pillow, yes. <laughs> it's a five-foot pillow. And it's just, like, quite thick. Like Stewie. Soft. <laughs> like, like Stewie. Stewie. <laughs> and I just thought this might be a perfect replacement for when Stewie goes to Manchester. <laughs> so basically, I'm being replaced with a pink fluffy pillow. It's not pink, it's beige. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> I'd rather be pink. At least I've got some sort of colour in me. Who wants to be a beige bitch? Well, it's like kind of skin coloured. <laughs> so I can dress it up like you, put your gloves on it if I would like. But this is like, getting weird now. Okay, I'm not going to put gloves but on But I'm being replaced by a pillow, is all I was trying to say. What I've been doing is like introducing it into the bed before you go... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know like these these barriers that you put in to stop like a baby rolling out of bed? It's exactly like that, isn't it? It's just like a big... Because it's like the length of the bed. It's the length of the bed. And it's like a little... It's like... I don't know how to explain it, really. It's quite puffy. So it's like quite substantial for a pillow. Yeah. I, I mean, I tried to mess around with it last night. And fucking hell. It was like moving a body. So it's like on the edge of the bed on my side. Then I almost have to be in the middle. And then I have to shove a shoe over to the edge to get this fucking pillow in. Yeah, you do. But it's so fantastic. and Like I said, I do genuinely hope it helps you sleep. Because you do struggle in a way. I just need something to snoogle. And a normal pillow isn't good enough. So I've got a couple of days to park ready for Manchester. You've got your pillow sorted from running away. Perfect. You get a few days off in between each series, which I can come and see you or you can come home. So it's not like we're going three months without seeing each other. Yeah, because this is a fantastic, it's a fantastic contract. It runs right through to middle of November, which is perfect, really. And also, I might come down and see you. I actually really love Manchester. It's a great city, Manchester. To all our Manchester listeners, big up your city, your wonderful city. It's fantastic. You've got some great eateries. Yeah, you have. Some fantastic, like a federal calf brunch. Mmm, honey's amazing. You've never been? Left. No. Oh, right, we're going. Oh my god, unreal. Perfect. Anyway, I have news. So as you all know, I'm a trainee teacher. However, in the past couple of months, I've really been suffering with imposter syndrome. And I thought it was something that I, I was just getting in my head about. But actually, I think it turns out to be more realistic than just in my head. Long story short, I've got really bad ankles, which don't really allow me to move as good as I can or have oh, done. Yeah, as good as you used to be. So thinking about teaching dance and doing the physical aspect of that worries me about my physical health with like my ankles and my knees and, and things like that. So 
if I can dance for a hobby, that's going to have to suffice. But then I thought, well, actually, what do I want to do? What's going to be something that I can put myself into, make a career for myself? So that was sort of the thinking process too. Talking to a few people about their careers and what they've been doing. And I have been accepted to retrain as a mental health nurse at Northumbria University. Yeah, you have. Woohoo! <laughs> Startling when? 21st of September. <laughs> Next month. <laughs> it's less than a month away. Yeah, and I need to get everything sorted, like student finance and bits, but... Hence why Louise needs a Mac here and I can't take it to Manchester, because she's going to be studying. I'm going to be in lectures, honey. And that's really weird, like, going back and being a mature student. I was saying to someone at work the other day, I remember being, like, an 18-year-old student, mm. looking at a 30-year-old student going, why are they here? Yeah. They're so old. <laughs> that, that's you, and then that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's something that I'm really passionate about, something that I'm really excited about, and I have no doubt there's going to be times where I want to scream because it's hard, cry because it's hard, but I'm so more resilient and stronger now than even a year ago mm-hmm. that I know that this is possible, and I know, I know I have the inner strength to be able to still enjoy it and learn, and it just fascinates me. So yeah, it's something that I'm proper buzzing about. You are so passionate about it, and you are going to absolutely smash this. And I'm really proud of you, because it's not an easy course to go into, and it's not an easy course. And like you said, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be ups and downs. I'm just really excited for you. I'm really excited for us, because it gives us some sort of foundation, some platform for us to be able to move forward. I think the main thing that comes out of this, and and it's more of a message that I want to send out to people, is, and we've talked about it before, actually, when COVID first hit, Mm -hmm. talking about if people enjoy their jobs and what if they're going to change. Like, it's okay to change your mind. I was halfway through another course and I've changed my mind. Yeah. That's okay. I wouldn't have been, I don't even know what the word is. I wouldn't have been happy or it wouldn't have been fair to my students if I'd have carried on doing the course when I felt this way, if I felt doubts, if I felt that I wasn't doing the right thing or if I wasn't going to be happy. Like, it's okay to change your mind because the more you leave it, the, the more time you're let's face it in theory wasting in your mind i don't think any time is wasted because the the amount of knowledge that i've gained over the past months studying to be a teacher my academic writing has improved which is going to help me for my next course yeah nothing is wasted but obviously some people see it as wasted time that's that's just the pressure that people put on themselves though which is what we t- again what we talked about before about being open-minded yeah as you change as a person your morals your outlook like your own think, wants and needs change. Your own, exactly, your wants and needs change. So if you need to take some time out, try and figure it out, mm-hmm. and then change, do it. I'm not going to lie, what's stressing me out, the fact that like neither of us could seem to settle on anything. Yeah. And it was it was like sort of that roller coaster of sort of ups and downs and round and round and like going, where the fuck are we going? Are we going to actually stop here? Is this yeah. roller coaster actually going to stop? Are we mm-hmm. actually going to get onto a straight line? <laughs> or are we just going to keep going around and loop the loops? But we're talking to you over the last couple of weeks because it's happened quite quickly but it's something you've been thinking about for a long time like Mm -hmm. mental health is something that's really close to your heart and really something you're really passionate about and something that i wanted to sort of almost like dive into whilst i was still in television last year and the year before yeah getting into more like mental health and well and welfare of contestants and talent and things whilst working in television yeah because i felt that there was sort of a need for like someone to be looking out for them uh, which 100% and it's something I think the TV industry has definitely had its eyes open to and something that it takes very very seriously and I'm glad the TV industry is moving forward positively with mental health mm-hmm. and I think I think it's gonna be great for you to be able to explore the reasons why things can go wrong yeah and then be able to help obviously because that's it ultimately 
why you're doing what you're doing so you can be able to help people help themselves yeah and there's loads of different sort of avenues you can go down when, when you're qualified um and i think that's also really exciting like I might say fancy something now in my head and then go do a placement at that particular place or in that particular setting and absolutely hate it. But I think because there's so many avenues, it's not just really rigid. Like if you don't like it, you don't like it, but you could like something else. Because it's such a complex thing, mental health. Mm. So there's so many different avenues for you to be able to explore. My my mum's within sort of like social work, but she's got so many different strings to her bow now Mm -hmm. with like counselling, like assessors awards and things. There's so many different add-ons to help you grow yeah she is experienced she is qualified she is yeah. great at her job yeah and it shows mm-hmm. which just shows how much effort and hard work she's put into mm-hmm. her qualifications and it just means that obviously as your career progresses and as you get older you've got more options to sort of take different jobs because you have got so many strings to your bow that you can pick up things which again is something that you're now on that ladder and now on that path you can build towards do you know what i mean there's there's so many different things that you can do and it's a proper career which is really exciting like like you said and like i've said already we're just really excited about the path we're on and the future because it looks very bright and very positive, so yeah, which is perfect. And also, by the time I'm qualified, I'll be 32. That's not old. No. So I've got all the time in the world. How about you? You do whatever you want to do. To make sure that you're happy. Fantastic. Yeah. Is it time? For? Rate my film! So this week's film was your choice. Disney's Wally. Yeah. Wally. Wally is about a machine that's responsible for cleaning um, a waste-covered earth. Um, he meets another robot and falls in love with her. Together, they set out on a journey that will alter the fate of mankind. Perfect. <laughs> so essentially, we fucked up the earth. We're floating around in space until it gets cleaned up by these robots called Wallys. Yeah. And until vegetation is found on Earth, mankind are just left floating around and around and around. And it was meant to be for five years. Unfortunately, it's taken 700. (laughs) That's how much damage we've done to this beautiful, beautiful planet. Yeah. So what did you think? I I really enjoyed it. I loved how cute he is. Yeah. I loved how how much emotion you can can get from zero dialogue for a lot of it. Well, I would say like 85% is zero dialogue. Well, until he gets up in space... To the, to the ship where yeah. the humans are floating around, there's literally no dialogue. Other than, like, the video that he's playing on the telly. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a musical. And them trying to communicate through their names, and yeah. that's about it. Her saying Wally, him saying Eve. Mm-hmm. I think the look of this film is, like, incredible. Okay. Like, that post-apocalyptic sort of, like, almost sepia-toned. I just think it looks it looks incredible. And the comedy is <laughs> fantastic. Very, very good. I would say it's very slapstick, but because it's a Disney and actually because you feel actually really connected to Wally, you think it's hilarious and it's done really well. That's the thing. I think it's done very cleverly. Yeah. Because I don't like slapstick comedy. If I go back and watch like, all comedies, I'm like, yeah. oh no. I struggle with like Ace Ventura and stuff. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's just, it's done with such a, like when he gets the the bin lid and he's dancing with it, like it's on the, yeah. the telly he's watching. Yeah. And, Little things with Eve. Oh yeah, it's just it's just very very lovely. You're so involved and you want to know how he's feeling and like yeah. when she goes into shutdown mode and he's like putting a binner over her head or trying to get up on the umbrella and he keeps on getting um, electrocuted by the lightning and mm-hmm. things like that. Like because some films will be like ten times and you'd be like oh it's boring and now. repeat it again like ten yeah. minutes later. I think the thing is I think it's the age old saying isn't it of a picture tells a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think oh but why why aren't they speaking. When, when are they going to start speaking? It was like the story was just being told. Yeah. 
Is there anything about the film that you didn't like? Um, no. It's one of my favourite Disney films because it's so different. Because there's hardly any dialogue. It's funny. It's heartwarming. Mm. Like you get everything out of it that you want in a film. There's like when he does go up to the the spaceship where all the humans are. There is panic. Are they gonna? get what they need to get are they gonna succeed on their mission Mm -hmm. one thing that really annoys me so the video that comes from when they leave earth Mm -hmm. 700 years before yeah it's an actual human being like me and you yeah but on the spaceship they're like cartoon humans yeah that to me is what they what they evolved into cartoons yeah it does make sense so for me that's the only flaw that i'm like you haven't really thought this through it's either that or that, that it, it is exactly that. Have we just become avatars? But if you look at, you know, um, in the spaceship, there's like all the pictures of the previous captains. They're all, of, ca- no, they're they're all, they're cartoon. all cartoons. They're not yeah. human. That's an annoying thing, which I hadn't thought about until you just said so. I do like the questions this film asks. Are we relying too much on technology to do everything for us? And just be horizontal. <laughs> and just be horizontal. Because essentially, they're just, float, they're just going around in floating chairs, talking to each other on a on a screen in so front of their turning face. turning their head and, and they're basically talking to someone who's next to them but they're on a screen mm-hmm. so they don't have to turn their head. Because they're just not used to having social interaction. And which think... I think is a massive thing at the moment. Yeah. And I think something the lockdown definitely had an effect on people. People were missing that social interaction. It's made people put their phones down because that's all they've been doing is communicating through devices. Yeah, through screens and through like And people are cameras. desperate for that face-to-face human yeah. interaction. So yeah, I think I loved some of those questions that are asked. And challenged on. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Any comments? Um, the love story is just absolutely fantastic and genuine and lovely and heartwarming and everything you want from sort of a love story. Yeah. And I like it that he's the old rusty robot and she's like all this shiny new high tech. She notices actually how much he loves her and... Cares for her and wants to hold her hand. Just wants to hold her hand like in the movies. We all want to do that like in the movies, don't we, Hooney? I'll hold your hand like in the movies, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lovely, lovely film. Very, very lovely. Yeah. You ready to rate? Yeah. Sure, I'll go first. I'm trying to compare this to other Disney films. One of the better Pixar Disney's mm-hmm. I've seen. Like I said, I like the questions it asks. I like how I felt afterwards. Mm-hmm. I really want to Wally. And I really want to see this film again. So for me, it's an 8.5. I agree. It's an 8.5 for me. Right. Because... It would be a nine. And you know, like, whether it's Disney, whether it's animated, whether it's not, I don't care. If I'm not coming out of that film automatically, head spinning, either because I'm angry, because I'm so overwhelmed with emotion, because I'm so happy, because I just, I'm like so in it that I just, I feel like I was there. Mm-hmm. It's not a nine. Yeah. I love this film so much because of what it says, because it's so different to every, everything else, like sort of Disney wise. Mm hmm. Yeah, for all the right reasons, it's an 8.5. But the only, that 0.5 is because afterwards I'm not, like, jumping up and down, hitting the rooftop. Fantastic. Mm. Do I think there's other Disney films that kind of sit just above for me? I think there is. I think Inside Out, I think. Big Hero 6 for me is just, oh. <laughs> it's because I've, I've grown up, I've got two brothers. Yeah. And sort of that relationship there. So, for, yeah. yeah. And they're there for, like, in the nines. So this is just below that at an 8.5, which is still very strong. Fantastic film. Well done, Disney Pixar. I'm so glad you've enjoyed it, because I was so worried. Fantastic choice. And obviously, there's That's no choice it. next week. That's it. So we're ending on Wally. I mean, I'm gutted I didn't get you to watch a subtitled film 
is one of my big things coming out with this. But we'll do this. We'll definitely watch a subtitle film. And either it'll be for series three or I'll do like an Instagram story about it. And just give you sort of a quick lowdown about how mm. I felt about it. We will do it. Yeah, definitely. Because you need... I know you struggle with words on the screen and trying to follow... But at the same time, trying to follow... But there's some fantastic, fantastic foreign films that you need to see. Okay. And I've got a couple in mind straight away that I really want you to watch. So what's that? 17 out of 20? Yeah, 17 out of 20. 17 out of 20. Still no leaderboard, but we know for a fact... Shawshank. Shawshank is way up the top. And then Wally. And probably Wally, yeah. Because Shawshank got what? 18? Yeah, two nines, right? Yeah. None of the films hit 20 out of 20. No. Crazy. So, number one, Shawshank. Number two, Wally. We one think. from me, one from you. <laughs> we think. Perfect. We're going to go with it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we will genuinely put a leaderboard together now the series has ended to see how the Rate My film yeah. has done over the course of the last seven episodes. And if you've watched any of them um, from this series, let us know your thoughts. And if you enjoyed them as much as we did or didn't. Hit us up. Let's have a conversation. For series two, that is it. That's Rate My Film! <laughs> So this is the last week that you have the pressure of doing your section. Because mm-hmm. Charlie was going to take it over, wasn't he? He was. But because there's been a mad rush to sort out things and realise that actually it's probably best if we just stop because of situations of... Yeah. This is the end. For now. For now. For just now. the end of series Not two. forever. We're only going to wait for a couple of months, but we will stay active on our social media yeah. and stuff, won't we? Because 100%. That's yeah. what we've said. So you'll see a lot more of us on our stories separately, obviously, because... She will be in Manchester and I'll be at home in Durham. But yeah, there will be a lot more content and highlights from series one and two. Yeah, definitely. So what have you got for us? So Stewie's section this week, I wanted to stay in keeping with our film of the week. Okay. So this is, can you guess the Disney character from their voice? (laughs) I've just said I'm a massive Disney fan and this is actually scaring me a bit because what if I'm really shit? This is going to test you, isn't it? Okay. So I'm getting in the zone. I need to turn this up. So you can hear. That's a good move. I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. Fez and best combo is much too third century. These patches, what are we trying to say? Beggar? No. Let's work with me here. Genie from Aladdin. Smashed it. Ariel. It's Ariel, well done. Because she says a schnarf black, and I was like, that's that's an object that she has no idea. It's probably a fork or something. Oh, of course. What could be more important than a little... Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, which actually, uh, until recently, didn't know it was Disney. I had no idea that Winnie the Pooh was Disney made. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Scan complete. You have... Baymax, Big Hero 6. Yeah, one of my faves. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your pain? Enchanté, chérie. Of course, of course. But what... Lumière. <laughs> Is it... Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. It is Stitch. How much does it sound like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, though? Yeah. I've never actually watched that movie. Have you ever seen Little and Stitch? But, um, you know I know that um, saying there. 
Oh, right. Something about family. Right. Are you kidding me? I am wonderful! I've always wanted a nose. The snowman from Frozen. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Olaf. It's Olaf, yeah. <laughs> Voiced by Josh Gad. Yeah. Fantastic. I was like, why is he talking about a nose? <laughs> oh, it's a carrot. <laughs> I'm here. Was Ocean big enough for your son buddy? Huh? It's Dory. It's Dory, well done. Your name big enough for your son? They give you a name along with all those rippling Megan from Hercules. Meg? It's M-E-G, and what's the rest of it? They call her Meg, don't they? But it's her, you know, I know who it is. It's Megara. Oh, Megara. Megara. It's Megara. Sorry. Hey, marshmallow ball. Scary feet, scary feet, scary feet. Oh, the kids are waiting. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mike Wazowski. I have no idea. Really? Yeah, no idea. It is, it's Tamato. I think that's how you say it. It's the big crab from Moana. Oh. Yeah, that's who that was. I ate my grandma. Curiouser and curiouser. Better look first. For if one drinks much from a bottle marked poison. Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Well done, babe. I've only got one wrong so far. Mm-hmm. Keeping counting, are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pumba from from Lion King. One of my favourite <laughs> Disney characters of all time. Oh yeah, I thought we'd start off with soup and a light salad, and then see how we feel after that. Listen, you guys, you're sort of confusing me, so uh, big up, uh, or uh, you know, however I get rid of you guys. One more for exotic bird bingo. I'm loving this. Poison, the poison for Cusco. The poison chosen specially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. No idea. It's Kronk from Ember's New Groove. What size? You got right down, Bessie. <laughs> it's um, Mushu from Mulan. It's Mushu from Mulan. That is the last one. What'd you think? I just knocked in here when nobody was looking. That's funny right there. Yeah, like Terminator, but without the tooth. My favorite. Like Terminator without the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mater from Cars. I always think it's Gator. Because like Gatorade, but it's Mater. Yeah, well done. I had He's to be there. He's my favourite. He's fantastic. Everyone wants a friend like Mater. So that was it. That was name the Disney character from the voices and the films and the things. <laughs> All right. And the last one from Stewie's section. Did very, very well. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. And I did a lot better than I thought because I was thinking, oh my God, what if I get them all wrong? And then I, I'm not a Disney fan. I'm glad there were some difficult ones in there because I didn't want it to all just be like yeah. easy. So, Yeah. Thank you very much. I much enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was Stewie's section for the last time. Hell. No idea what we're going to do in CV3. Is there a section? Ooh. Haven't actually decided. <laughs> Just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being supportive. Thanks for just everything. And thanks for being you. Honeys. Honeys. 
Honestly, we've really enjoyed series two and we're so gutted that it's coming to an end. If we could have carried on until episode 10, 20, whoever's counting what we would have. Absolutely. But yeah, I think what would be really great is if we could hear from you and actually hear what you want to hear from us so for series three give us suggestions what do you what topics do you want to hear about do you want to hear about things that are in the news do you want to hear about stories of us what do you want to hear yeah some engagement with you guys would be massive for us just going forward so we can sort of grow as a podcast because we're absolutely loving this yeah and we want to just keep doing it and keep having these conversations like yeah do you want to hear from guests? Yeah. Do you, do you want, want us, us to, get to guests do interviews? In? Do you want to hear more about our like our story? And just let us know because we're up, we're open minded as to what we can do with this. So yeah. just keep in touch with us. Keep talking to us, and we'll keep talking to you because over the next few months, when I am down in Manchester, I'm going to be all over our socials in terms of like engagement and stuff, and encouraging you guys to go back and listen because there are 17 episodes that'll be available yeah. for you guys to listen to. So there's no reason why you can't if you haven't already gone and caught up. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Cup of Tea Time Pod and we can have those conversations. All of our episodes will be on YouTube. I'll get that sorted. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn. We're now on a new app called Good Pods, which is basically a social media app for podcasters and podcast listeners. So you can go follow us on there. I'm at Stub Amos. You're at Louise Emily. Yep. And the show, as always, it's Cup of Tea Time. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Leave us a review. We'll appreciate you mucho. Mucho gracias, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Work on your Spanish, honey. Well, so yeah, like as Louis said, just leave us a review. Tell us what you think. It means the absolute world. And remember, do it fantastic. Take it easy, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.